Welcome to The Edge and Beyond, a podcast by Intel, where we're making sense of use cases across industries such as retail, banking, hospitality, and education. You're going to hear tech considerations, best practices, how-tos, and recommendations. It's all here on To The Edge and Beyond. Hi, everyone. Thanks for spending your morning with us. I'm your host, Courtney Eckerd, and I'm here with Intel's own Ron Eccleston and Cole Baker. Ron is the Global Market Development Manager of the Internet of Things Group, and Cole is the Senior Global Alliance Manager of the Video Collaboration Group at Logitech. Guys, welcome to our show. I'm happy to be here today, Courtney. I'm so glad you guys are here to discuss the current state of the corporate enterprise market from a collaboration and workplace perspective. Right off the bat, what challenges are enterprises facing to engage their workplaces and encourage productive and meaningful collaboration in the midst of COVID? That's a great question. I would say what challenges aren't they facing Uh, currently? Ryan, I don't know about you, but we're certainly seeing uh, a number of challenges, uh, you know, certainly trying to adjust to a new world. You know, how do we, um, you know, adapt quickly to continue to ensure that, you know, we're having quality engagements, that we're still able to um, produce good outcomes all while being remote. Um, so some of the age-old problems that you've, you've seen in the uh, boardroom or the conference room, uh, now you're just seeing from a remote perspective. So lots of things like audio challenges, um, getting used to being on camera. Um, some of these things may seem small, but um, when you, you kind of take a look back and take a step back and see, you know, kind of where things were prior to kind of everything happening with, with the pandemic and where they are now, um, enterprise has gone through uh, quite a lot. And IT, um, in general has um, struggled quite quite frankly um, to try to uh, adapt so lots of things uh, I would say those are just a couple uh, Ron uh, anything else you would add to that yeah absolutely cool I think I agree with all those things you talked about I think I think the most profound change that um, uh, businesses are facing right now is that employees are not physically present together on any given day they're not in the same room they're not walking past each other in the halls they're not walking past each other at their desks. They're not riding the elevator together. Um, so on any given day, all the people need to work together and still need to be able to produce these project teams, these group teams are not physically present. And how do we maintain that level of productivity while still managing around these factors? What are the changes in how we work and what new expectations for enterprise collaboration have been introduced? I think the expectation is that um, the experience has to be comparable to what would happen if you were physically present. The ability for all people to have a voice and have the opportunity to speak, be seen and be heard when when they want to or need to. I think the ability to collaborate with maybe artifacts, documents either shared uh, physically present or on a whiteboard, all the while not having to deal with needing a tech person to start the meeting. I mean, anybody can walk in and basically plug and play startup and kick off that meeting and carry through that meeting and do anything and everything you would normally do if you were all physically present together. Everyone at the table is not hampered or at a disadvantage because they can't get their technology to work. You can't hear me properly. I've got distractions in the background that are distracting uh, people from focusing on the meeting or anything like that. So the expectation that if you were physically present, what that experience would be like, but not having that capability today because people are physically remote, how can we make sure 
that that is still being achieved, that, that experience with the audio, video, all those things. Maintaining that experience with a light lift and not making technology front of mind but being an afterthought is kind of the key expectation now. Yeah, and I would say just uh, in addition to that, being able to be very flexible from a work from anywhere, right? Um, you know, whether it's, you know, at home um, with a dining room, which I did for probably nine months because I kept thinking, hey, we're going to go back in, we're going to go back in, um, and we never did, right? But having to deal with the just things at home, you know, uh, if you're at home, uh, whether it be the kids, if they were doing remote learning, um, just all of the, the kind of challenges that come along with making sure that they can engage, as Ron said, being able to do it at the same level as before, all while understanding, hey, this isn't going to look the same. It's not necessarily going to sound the same. Um, or let's say they're at a coffee shop or um, they're uh, bringing their own devices, uh, knowing that not everyone will kind of have that standard experience across the board. Maybe it's multiple platforms, um, more so than ever before, um, where in the, you know, we're kind of used to our standard. We're used to showing up in a conference room and it kind of being the same experience, um, you know, over and over. Uh, the reality of kind of the remote situation is it's, it's completely dynamic. So some of the new uh, expectations are truly just, you know, expect the unexpected. Um, because, you know, in any given day, there could be a lot that goes into it. But I think companies have done a really, really nice job of, of utilizing uh, the technology that's out there. And that's why, you know, being a part of a company like Logitech and, and obviously great partners with Intel, uh, being able to provide um, some of that technology to allow them to do it is super rewarding. But it definitely comes every single day with kind of a new challenge and a new thing, uh, a new obstacle to overcome. That experiential expectation of it should just be an, an afterthought as far as the technology goes. Um, and what does that mean? That means you have to have consistent quality uh, time and time again, no matter what you do, anytime you have a meeting, that there's not a, a challenge with which cloud service provider or meeting platform you're going to use. If your partner or client has a different one than what you have, you can't try to force them or send out a link or anything like that. It should just be whatever they need, we have it, we can, we can use it, right? It doesn't really matter. So it's an afterthought. Easy content sharing. Um, I think freedom of choice without sacrifices. I think that means interoperability, manageability, all those things are just table stakes. What technological advances can bring relief to these challenges? You know, from a Logitech perspective, I think the one thing we pride ourselves on is just ease of use. Um, you know, I think it comes down to two things. If it's easy to use and it works, I'm going to be more likely to use it. <laughs> and therefore, I'm likely uh, going to have the confidence to be um, you know, successful with it. So with Logitech, whether it be from, you know, plug and play approach of all of our devices being, you know, USB, um, seems like, a, again, a really small thing, but it actually is a big thing when you, you think about being able to uh, get that camera or get that mic pod or, or headset and just plug it into my device takes a few seconds and then it just works. I think that is one of the biggest ways that I think Logitech has, has really uh, found success over this pandemic is because they've made these and designed these um, products to work seamlessly, um, very simple, easy to use. But at, at the end of the day, if they don't work, um, you know, then, then what good are they, right? And so just being uh, a reliable platform, you know, things 
working together, partnering with their friends at Intel to provide um, customer choice. You know, Ron spoke about that just a moment ago. Being able to provide um, choice has been huge for our customers. And that's really, you know, from a um, compute standpoint, that's exactly kind of what we've done. And we really pride ourselves on working with uh, really anyone and being able to seamlessly integrate without, you know, again, having to add a a ton of cost or maybe an integrator or so forth. So um, again, just from a Logitech perspective, I think that's the one thing above all um, that really has, um, I think, gone the furthest in helping customers achieve the outcomes that they want to achieve. What are key technical considerations for deploying this technology? There really aren't a lot of heavy lifts. You don't have to have a PhD in IT or IT support tech on hand and available. Uh, that's one of the beautiful things that you know, I think Intel and Logitech have partnered on as far as solutions, offerings that we've brought to the market. And that is, it, it's really uh, the easy button. It's plug and play. You walk in, it works. It's flexible. It's manageable. It's interoperable. Um, you, you don't have to have a training class for six days to get someone qualified and certified to operate this technology. Anybody can walk in. You can bring your, uh, you know, your fourth grade uh, middle school child in here and they can get it up and running. Well, that's probably not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> They're better at technology than most people are anyways, but, uh, but the point is uh, anybody can do it. So there's not, there's, it's not a, a heavy lift. It's not a highbrow stuff to come in here and, and deploy this technology and bring it in. Um, you know, whether it be cabling or wireless, uh, it's easy to get uh, whatever your room configuration is up and operational and have an experience that used to require a lot of cabling, a lot of heavy lift, a lot of what I call wires and pliers uh, set up. Uh, rolling trucks, uh, things like that. It doesn't really matter what the room configuration is. Uh, the the experience that's available now between the the cameras and the whiteboarding and the, and the audio is something that used to cost tens of thousands of dollars in the past. And that really just isn't the case anymore. I think one of the things that people would be most surprised about is how affordable this high-end, almost a luxury experience can be right now. Yeah, that's a really great point. I remember just, you know, even let's just say five years ago, uh, five to 10 years ago, you know, the kind of the average cost of a a conference room scenario or just kind of this virtual, uh, you know, let alone a virtual environment was, you know, well over $10,000, not to mention licensing and all the other things that were kind of required, as you said, Ron, to bring in an IT, um, you know, integrator, a systems integrator to come in and really just run all these cables and figure all this stuff out. And, you know, it's just not that way anymore. And I think it has, um, you know, as technology has evolved and as our, um, the, the products and solutions that we come out with um, have evolved, it, it really has taken the need out. Um, however, understanding that these are still very um, on the back end, sometimes can be really challenging um, to uh, get up and running and going to start. Um, so some of the services and, and things that, you know, Logitech uh, really prides ourselves on and providing out of that box experience with um, folks that are absolutely experts from whether you know it's a teams environment or zoom or whatever the platform we we actually have as part of our um you know a standard service um the ability to have a technician that you can call that really can help you get out of a out of a jam uh you know whether it's a back-end configuration or something of that nature again not physically installing it uh to ron's point 
but um, the configuration of it on the back end can sometimes be challenging. But the good news is, you know, again, it's great to have great hardware, but you also need to have great software and services. Um, and those are some of the things I think um, Logitech has really worked hard to develop um, so that we can ensure that that experience out of the box is truly a great one. Whether you do have, you know, the IT department or um, it's really just you at home trying to integrate. So um, a lot of challenges, but definitely, thankfully, it's not like it used to be. Um, you know, spending uh, tons and tons of money on just uh, hardware, let alone having uh, services um, and software as well. How is the work Intel is doing creating innovation in the industry and solving these problems? You know, if I were to look at, that's a really great question. And I think about, you know, what could be, uh, if you had asked me before this pandemic, you know, how long it would take us really to get where we are even right now, um, I would have said it would probably have taken, you know, maybe three plus more years. Um, but with the pandemic, it really just kind of catapulted us um, exponentially. <laughs> uh, when you think about, uh, again, what it will look like, I, I don't believe truly that we're going to ever go back to everyone being in the office. I think this hybrid work environment is just here to stay. Um, I think it will continue to um, uh, certainly evolve and it, it will, um, you know, definitely look different over time. But I think one of the areas that we really have to get good at is trying to anticipate that and get ahead of the curve um, versus kind of being more proactive because it did leave uh, companies and organizations kind of reeling. Um, but, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Um, but we have certainly had uh, over the last 18 months plus um, some good indication on what this could be and what it could look like. Um, but I think uh, working to develop products and again, services and software and all those things that um, hopefully will allow for a better, uh, more seamless uh, experience um, where, you know, you're not sacrificing if uh, you're the remote participant and you don't feel like you can engage because you're not actually physically in the room, I think is going to be imperative. So again, little things that, um, may seem like we just kind of take for granted, like great audio and being able to hear that remote participant um, is, is going to be huge. So that's where when some people think about what are the things that I really need to, to make a great ex experience or have a great call. It's not just as simple as having a laptop. Um, it truly is having, you know, a camera that, you know, you can see the actual person, you can see them engaging, um, you know, hearing the, being able to hear and a robust audio experience, um, really just making sure that it is an equal uh, experience, I think is really going to be the next challenge um, that we have to uh, work towards. So again, it's not going to be just the conference room. It's actually going to be kind of the hybrid environment of making sure my home office uh, is uh, kind of the same experience or at least as close as it can be, um, knowing that it will change and there will be, you know, monkey wrenches and maybe a dog barking or a cat jumping up on your uh, or, or a kid in the background if it's me, um, you know, understanding that that's going to be the reality, but also understanding that um, there are ways to kind of uh, work around that. How can somebody listening partner with Intel or Logitech to deploy collaboration solutions? Sure. Yeah. So for, for Intel, we have, um, of course, you can get a hold of myself, uh, Ron Eccleston, at, uh, on LinkedIn. I'm glad to respond to anything and everything that comes my way. 
But also, um, we have an Intel uh, Partnership Alliance that allows for uh, someone who's interested or curious to take a look at um, what solutions we have available and and how to go about uh, getting more information on that. There's anything and everything you might possibly want to understand: specs, speeds and feeds, uh, you know, summary paragraphs about the solution and how to uh, get in contact with the appropriate people that can give you more information on that. So. Uh, Reach me directly on LinkedIn or go to uh, Intel Partnership Alliances at intel.com. Yeah, and, and uh, that's great. And from a Logitech kind of uh, perspective, um, have dedicated people in the field. We have an entire account team, both outside and inside. Um, I'm certainly always uh, a resource. I can make sure if I don't have the answer, I can certainly uh, get you connected to to the right folks. I'm happy to uh, be reached on LinkedIn as well. Uh, feel free uh, to reach out. But I think really um, driving as many folks as possible to the website as well, uh, Logitech.com. Certainly uh, a tons of great information, all the latest, you know, kind of products. Um, but again, it's not just about products, right? It's really about service. It's about um, making sure that you're talking with someone to help you through these uh, crazy, let's just call it what it is, right? Crazy times. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can uh, at least get you some solid information so that you have all the uh, tools that you need to hopefully uh, find success. So yeah, absolutely happy to uh, to engage there as well yeah Cordy, i think you touched on something just as one uh additional point that you kind of prompted um like how do you know what's coming how do you know what to anticipate how do you how do you address that and i think that the one of the ways to answer that is you look at uh industry leaders and partners that have uh, tenured experience who have understood and been involved in this industry for a while, who aren't just jumping in because it's the latest uh, huge demand and are trying to capitalize or get some market share. So that's one of the great things that, about working with Logitech that Intel does, you know, work with all kinds of partners in this space. And Logitech does the same thing. We work with um, you know, in seasoned industry veterans who have uh, solid platforms, hardware and software platforms that are purposely built for the needs of the market and can evolve and, and be there. Uh, to support those needs and understand and, and educate others and raise that awareness of the trends we see. And one of the great things that Intel is, you know, working for the Internet of Things, is we work across a lot of verticals, such as hospitality and uh, healthcare and enterprise and education and things like that. And we see a lot of uh, commonalities ac across those verticals. So the ability to see these trends that might translate and, you know, kind of skip across or play across these other verticals is extremely beneficial. And we can share that as a trusted advisor to those who aren't quite so sure how to navigate this, this new world. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Ron, Cole, it's been such a pleasure. I learned so much and I'm sure that our listeners did too. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much, Courtney. Appreciate it. I'm Courtney Eckerd. This has been Ron and Cole and we've had a great time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>